Welcome to Bariatric Care, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Connie Stapleton. This is episode 44. Better decisions about a goal weight dealing with reality. When people opt to have bariatric surgery, they're asked several times in the process of preparing for surgery what their goal weight is. I find people's responses very interesting. Some people say they're not overly interested in a particular number, stating instead they are more interested in being off medications, being able to travel, and living longer. Others appear to be very attached to a specific number. My only interest in a person's goal weight is to determine whether or not it is realistic based on medical facts. Listen in and find out what those medical facts are when it comes to having a realistic goal weight. You might just save yourself some unnecessary heartache. Let's find out. Welcome to Barry Aftercare. I am Dr. Connie Stapleton. And before I go on to talk about today's topic, which is a really important one, by the way, which is having realistic goals about goal weights following weight loss surgery. So we'll get to that in just a minute. But I do want to tell you that also this week, I am adding a video and a podcast episode by Julia Carlstad, who is an exercise physiologist. And Julia will be joining us on a monthly basis to do a video to help you have accurate information about exercise as a bariatric patient, Julia has written two books specifically for bariatric patients on the topic of exercise. And I will put those names of those books and where you can get them, which of course are on um, amazon.com. Just look her up, Julia Carlstad, which is K-A-R-L-S-T-A-D. And you'll be able to find her books there, but they're very helpful and useful because we all know we need to exercise, right? Especially if we want to keep that weight off. So there is that. And if you're not a member of Barry Aftercare, I encourage you to do that because all of the second live videos that I do each week are on Barry Aftercare, along with some worksheets and some additional information that would be helpful for you. So let's get on with today's topic, which is really important and comes up almost every single day of my working career because every single day of my working career, I do evaluations for persons seeking weight loss surgery. And part of that evaluation includes the question, what is your goal weight? Now, personally, I am very uninterested in a person's goal weight and I will tell you why. But I ask the question because I am interested in finding out if they are being realistic about this or not. Because many, many people are not realistic about a goal weight. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. Remember, last week I talked about better decisions. And when we have when we make better decisions, we have fewer regrets. Well, the same can be applied to having realistic expectations because the truth is expectations are absolutely correlated with whether or not we're satisfied or dissatisfied, happy or unhappy with the outcome. 
if we don't get what we expect to get, especially when you think about a goal weight, what happens to people you know? They become very discouraged, right? So we're going to talk about that. Now, the doctor's going to ask you a goal weight, the surgeon, the PA, the dietitian, everybody's going to talk to you about this goal weight. And uh, I would really like to give all of the weight loss experts a little discussion about this because honestly, your body's going to go where your body's going to go. We'll come back to that in just a minute. But I do find people's responses very, very interesting when I ask them about a goal weight. Some people say they're really not that interested in a particular weight. What they're interested in is getting off of a lot of medications, you know, having lower blood pressure, not having diabetes anymore, not having to do, you know, injections or whatever the case may be. Other people are interested in doing things like more travel or participating in their kids or their grandkids activities more. So people have a lot of different reasons. A lot of people have weight loss surgery because they want to have a baby. So there are a lot of reasons. Some people have a goal weight, a number. Some people have life goals for living life after bariatric surgery. So if you're very attached to a specific number, then I want you to be realistic about what that number is because it's really important. And I talk to people about this and I can see their faces get very sad and discouraged when I talk about this. But this is factual, medically based information. This isn't me saying you might want to reconsider that goal weight. I'm not trying to discourage anybody. Absolutely not. I'm very encouraging about weight loss surgery. I've worked in this field for a long, long time. And I very much want people to have weight loss surgery to give them an opportunity to make changes in their lifestyle so that they can maintain the weight loss. Because as I say, (laughs) lots of times every day, the surgery will get your weight off. The surgery alone will not keep your weight off. Keeping your weight off requires effort on your part on a consistent basis, right? We know this. So I want to talk today about the reality of making a better decision about what that goal weight is, because there's a mathematical formula. And trust me, I am not one you want to talk to about mathematics, but I wrote this stuff down. So I'll be able to tell you this today. Now, there is a lot of medical data and your doctor has shared this with you. Most people I talked to have heard this from their bariatric surgeon and the bariatric surgery team, which I think is a really, really, really good idea because these are the facts and you don't have to trust me on this. You go to your website and you look it up, whatever website it is, go to some kind of, you know, bariatric website, ASMBS or your pro, which is American society for metabolic and bariatric surgery for the treatment of metabolic or bariatric surgery, whatever. Or you can go to, you know, just do a search on whatever web search engine you use. But what you want to find out is how much weight you can realistically expect to lose after weight loss surgery. Just today, I talked to a woman who weighed like 523 pounds. And I asked her what her goal weight was. And she said 180 pounds. Now, even though I couldn't do the math quickly in my head, because that's not one of my skills, 
I knew that that was a mismatch in terms of what the weight loss surgery averages are and what she's saying that she wanted. So I had to talk to her about the fact that that might not be a realistic expectation. And the reason that I wanted to talk to her about that being not very realistic is because the science and the math doesn't support that. And I didn't want her to be discouraged if she didn't get to 180 pounds because that was somehow her magic number. I don't know where it came from, but I wanted her to understand that was not likely to happen when she's starting at 500 and some pounds and her choice for surgery was the gastric sleeve. So I'm going to kind of explain to you what the research is on the different surgeries. And this is from online. And typically, when I hear surgeons speak, or I speak, when it comes to the sleeve or the bypass, I hear 60 or 65% of excess weight. All right, so let's talk about what that really, really means. So I looked it up today, and what, what I saw is that on average, and this is by, this was in bariatric surgery, a systematic review and meta-analysis, right? So that's a big, big, big study. So on the average, if you choose to have gastric bypass surgery, patients can expect to lose about 70% of their excess weight. Let's find out what that really means. So when you figure out and you come up with a realistic number for what you can expect to lose with the gastric bypass, you can use 70% of your excess weight. What does excess weight means? Excess weight is how much you weigh over what your ideal weight is. All right. Now, many of us agree that ideal weights, which are the weights on those little charts in the doctor's offices, right? Seem kind of low, but that's what they are. They are what they are. So in order to find out your excess weight, I'm going to go through two specific numbers examples, but I will also give you a place where you can do this for your weight and see what you can expect. So let's say somebody weighs 400 pounds, all right? They are uh, six feet to two inches tall. So a tall person, their weight is 200 pounds. So on the chart in the doctor's office, this person's ideal weight is 194.7 pounds. We'll just go 195 pounds. That's what they technically should weigh, all right? So that means they're 205 pounds over their ideal weight. Their ideal weight is 194 and 195. They weigh 400. That's a difference of 205 pounds. So 205 pounds is their excess weight. So if the person thinks they're going to get 205 pounds off when they have gastric bypass, it's probably not going to happen. What's probably going to happen is they'll lose 70% of that 205, which would be they would lose 143 pounds. They're not going to lose all 205 of that extra weight. They're going to lose 70% of that. So this 400 pound person 
who's six foot two, can expect to lose with the gastric bypass an average of 143 pounds, which would make them 257 pounds. So if a person is 400 pounds and six foot two, they can expect to get down to about 257 pounds. Now with the gastric sleeve, it's a little less than that, about 60%, which would put the person down to 277 pounds. So if you're six foot two, weigh 400 pounds, and you have either the sleeve or the bypass, you can expect to lose somewhere, get down to, you can expect to get down to somewhere between 257 and 277 pounds, not 195 pounds, which is the ideal weight. And people sometimes want to get to that number on that chart. That's not how bariatric surgery works. So if you go and you say, my my goal is to be 200 pounds and I weigh 400 and you're six foot two, that's probably not going to happen. And I need to tell you that because I don't want you to be discouraged. Now, how I will say that is, given the statistics and the averages, it's not likely that that's a realistic goal. Let's do this together and see what your realistic goal is. And I see people's faces crumble and that hurts my heart for them. But it's better to know what's realistic. And then, you know, whatever the doctor has said, I don't know. But I'm encouraging people to have the truth. (laughs) I'm a big truth teller. And the truth that I'm talking about is not the truth in my head. It's the truth coming from statistics. So I want you to be prepared. Now, let's say we've got a, a shorter person. All right. Let's say this person is five feet four. All right. Five, four. And they weigh 250 pounds. So let's say that the ideal weight on the doctor's wall is 145 pounds. So that's a 105 pound difference, right? So let's say the person's 250 and they come in and say, I want to weigh 140. And then I'm going to say, you know what? Based on the statistics, based on the average amount lost, that's not a very realistic goal. A realistic goal if you have gastric bypass, is that, you know what, you might be around 182 pounds, right? So if you have this, and that's what the bypass, or you could get to like 178. So that's a 65, 70% loss of excess weight. Or if you have the sleeve, it's likely you'll get down to about 188. So a person having a gastric sleeve who weighs 250 pounds and is around 5'4", can expect to get down to somewhere between 178 pounds and 188 pounds. Now, that may be crushing to them, but that is the reality. Better decisions are making realistic choices, right? If I make a better decision, I'm going to have less chance of being devastated by that. So you got to keep in mind that you want to make a realistic decision. Now that 60% or that 70%, those are averages. Some people lose more than that. Some people lose less. 
But the idea of weight loss surgery is not to get a person down to that number on the chart. And you can do yourself a huge favor by going in and calculating the accurate expectation, an accurate, realistic, average expectation. Now, that doesn't mean you'll get down to that either. Might mean you get you don't lose quite as much or you lose a little bit more. But there's a formula and I will put it on a sheet and put it on the very aftercare pages. But you want to set yourself up for success, right? Here's part of the problem. Unhealthy self-talk is already a big, big problem for a lot of people struggling with weight. Other people out in the community have been cruel to them. Strangers have been cruel to them. You know, employers have been cruel to them. Social media has been cruel to them about their weight. Maybe their parents were cruel to them about their weight or their classmates or whomever. A lot of people internalize that and then go on to be unkind or uncruel to themselves about their weight. So the last thing you want to do is not get to your goal weight and have another reason to bash yourself with negative self-talk. That is something I don't want for you. I want you to say, look at me, look at the effort I've put into this. Look at the progress I've gained. I don't care what that number is. And let me tell you another story. So let's say everybody who's five foot four goes to the island, just like we're on a game show or something, right? So all the five foot four people go to one island, all the five foot seven people go to another island, all the five foot six foot two people go to another island. So everybody on the island is the exact same height. And for a solid year, every single person on your island, which is all the people who are your same height, are fed the same amount of food. So you're taking in the exact same number of calories you eat at the exact same times and you all exercise at the same times, the exact same amount of exercise. So you're all burning whatever your body's burning, right? Which may not be the same. You are taking in the same number of calories, but your body may not burn the same as somebody else's. And you live there for a solid year. And at the end of that year, if the ideal weight for people who are 5'4 is 145 pounds. Do you think everybody on that island is going to weigh 145 pounds? Of course they're not. Because we all have different makeup, right? We all have different metabolic, you know, resting metabolic rate. We all have different genetics. We all have different whatevers. Some of us may have different diseases. Some have PCOS. Some have, you know, thyroid issues. Some are on medications for different things. All that's going to affect how much weight we lose. So the moral of the story here is everybody who has weight loss surgery, their body is going to tell them when they're done losing, right? All you're responsible for is the effort you put into what you do. So you are responsible for doing the bariatric basics, eating protein, not skipping meals, you know, watching how many simple carbs you have, watching how much added sugar you have, watching how much, you know, uh, processed food you eat. Do the bariatric basics. Make sure you get out and exercise. If you can say you're doing what you're supposed to be doing as a bariatric patient, then your body is going to settle where it's going to settle. And there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about that. Right. 
You could maybe exercise a little bit more, change up your micro or macronutrients. Your dietitian can help you with that. But once you've maximized what you can do, your body's going to stop where it's going to stop. And that's the reality, right? So if you're five foot four and you get down to, you know, 168 or you get to 188 and you're off all medications and you're able to travel and you're able to get up off the floor and you're able to attend all the things you want to attend and do the job you want to do and play the things you want to play. What difference does the number make? I'm seriously wanting to ask you that. Now, you know, I do retreats and I recently had two retreats and they were powerful and amazing and wonderful and really courageous women working really hard. And yet so many years past the surgery, some of them are very hung up on that goal weight and not reaching that goal weight. And it hurts my heart. So I would say, are you healthier? Yeah, I'm off all my meds. Are you doing the things you want to do? Yeah, I traveled here without a seatbelt. Are you, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So how much more satisfied with yourself would you be six pounds lighter than you are now? How much happier would your life really be six pounds less than now? And that realization sinks in that, you know what? That would mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything except that I hit this number and people put so dang much emphasis on the numbers. Even people who initially start off by saying, I, you know, the number doesn't mean anything to me. And then two years later, they're going, but I didn't get to my goal weight. Who cares? Most of the people I know who got to whatever that ridiculous number was stayed there for a full five minutes, but I hit it. So freaking what? So what? It doesn't matter. It means nothing. What matters is your quality of life. What matters is your health. What matters if you're living life fully? Living life fully means you're not all hell-bent unfocused on this number. Because then your focus is on a number and not your life. Live your life. Live your life fully. You know? Eat healthy, exercise, do what you're supposed to do as a bariatric patient and get up and about the business of living life. Have great relationships, take great adventures, make wonderful memories, hug the people you love, do things with them. Don't spend one more minute worrying about a number that is so, so unmeaningful in the long run, right? So if you haven't had weight loss surgery yet, or even if you have, and you want to find out what's realistic for you in terms of the actual science behind the numbers, then do, do the steps. And I'll, I'll briefly go over them, even though it may not matter right now, but okay. So here there's four steps. You find out what your ideal weight is, right? And there are some ways to find out your ideal weight. And I'll put a little link to a calculator on there, but find out what your ideal weight is, right? And there might be different numbers. And the, the author who suggests this says, just go with the highest one, right? The higher body mass index number. So then you say, how much excess weight do I have to lose? Which is not the same thing as that ideal weight number. So the Excess weight you have to lose is whatever 
your current weight is minus your ideal weight. So let's say that it's 200 pounds and you're having the gastric bypass. So you take that 200 pounds times 70% and you take that number and subtract it from your current weight. That's what you're likely to end up after. All right. That's very complicated and sounds complicated, but when you see it on this chart, it won't be, and you can do it. Right. But remember, even that is an average and it's 70% is the average for gastric bypass, 60% for the gastric sleeve. So, you know, 60, 60, 65, 70% of your excess weight is what you can realistically expect. Averages mean some people lose more, some people lose less. But if you want to be realistic, if you want to make a better decision and be happier knowing what the reality is, i.e. less disappointed if you don't get to whatever number you've created, then use this. This is scientific, right? Now, I love a lot of things that aren't scientific, like intuition and all that stuff. And remain hopeful and do your work if you want to lose more than the average. But trust your body. It's going to do what it's going to do. So set yourself up for success, right? And focus on being healthier, living the kind of life you want to live, and knowing that your body is going to stop where it stops. And your job is to accept it and live the best life you can there. That's what I've got for today, my friends. Look for Julia's video on Aftercare and the podcast on Aftercare the podcast. And always, always, always remember your health, your responsibility this day and every day. So choose to make it a good one. And I'll be there on Thursday when we talk about some more realities related to weight loss surgery. So you're not disappointed. We want to be happy. We want to live happy lives. All right. See you then. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Berry Aftercare, the podcast. The information shared on this podcast is considered psychoeducation and does not constitute therapy or a therapeutic relationship. Be sure to check out all the great information I provide, much of it free, by visiting my website at www.conniestapletonphd.com. Be sure to leave your positive comments for this podcast and listen in next week to learn more ways to live your best post-op life.